And I realized that I had spent so much time twisting my life into what I thought other people would give me validation for that I rarely asked myself what I wanted. I realized that even though I spent time and gave up my mental health and obsessed over what people thought of me, at the end of the day, I was always the first one to be asked to leave. I realized that with quote unquote friends and relationship, it didn't really matter how much I listened or bought treats or gave advice or accepted maltreatment, didn't make them see me as more worthy. They still treated me the way they wanted to treat me. And that was not necessarily the way I wanted to be treated. It took time for me to see that I needed to give myself the validation that I was seeking from other people. I had to ask the question, why was I putting certain people's opinions on a pedestal? especially when the opinions I was so intent on obtaining were opinions about me. Like, hello, who cares if they like me? Did I even like myself? This was, and will always be, the more important question. Welcome to another episode of A Navigating Culture, the podcast that helps immigrants and people from immigrant communities redefine outdated ideas of success and live joyfully on their own terms. I'm your host, Anya Charisse, an immigrant who is fully living by the mantra, who cares what auntie thinks? Live your life. Listen in if you want to learn how you can shed the weight of other people's expectations, reject stability for stability's sake, and create success on your own terms. All right, my friends, let's get started. Hello, friends. Today, we're going to be talking about redefining success. And before we dive into what redefining success can look like in your own life, I want to tell you a story. I don't think your honest calls are that big of a deal. I think they really only share those out for the parents' sake. They don't really matter, she says. This is what a friend's mother said to me at college graduation a few years ago. Keep in mind, this was after she spent almost the entire day staring at my honors cords and outwardly lamenting the fact that her son hadn't earned a set. Finally, at the end of the day, she reasoned that the only way that I could have received the symbol of merit is because really, truly, it wasn't worth that much. Study sessions, office hours, and extra credits be damned, right? And her words stung, not just because she was rude, but because I spent most of my life at that point doing the things I thought were necessary to get people to accept me. To say that, yes, I was also worthy. Attend a top 40 college, graduate with honors, stay out of trouble. But at the end of the day, this woman who I respected refused to give me my flowers because they were too good for me, a black immigrant woman. I feel confident saying the latter because there was someone else in the extended friend group who some people may say better fit the look of an honors receiver. And while I was not part of every conversation they shared that day, I highly doubt she felt bold enough or justified enough to have a similar chat with him. Her words both pissed me off and hurt me, but like a good immigrant, I stuffed those emotions down and moved on with the rest of my day. Raise your hand if you've had similar experiences. How many of us were told time and time again that all we had to do was succeed by these obsolete, archaic, old-fashioned standards and that everything would be okay? How many of us were told that the issue we have with immigrants or people of color or women or insert marginalized group here is that they don't try hard enough? 
But then when you do try hard and make sacrifices and accomplish, your wins are still a problem and somewhat makes it their mission to put you back in your place. Something in me tweaked that day. A tiny question was planted in my brain. And that question was something along the lines of, why am I trying so hard to map my personal success measures to those of a community that will never truly accept me? And why am I basing my worthiness on whether people who don't even like me think I'm doing a good job or give me praises for my wins? But uh, wait up, don't get excited yet. That seedling didn't stop maturing for a long time. Two weeks after college, I moved to San Francisco all by myself. I didn't have family there, and the few people that I knew of were loose ties at best. My first year there was a long 12-month ordeal of getting a job, sleeping on air mattresses, and failing to find someone who would rent to me. But that determination to show everyone that I was winning kept me focused. There was no way I could go home to Trinidad. That would mean I was a failure. And at that time, failure especially in other people's eyes, was the worst sin. Eventually, I found my footing. I moved into a nicer apartment. I got promoted at work. Could afford to spend more than $120 in monthly groceries. But that company got acquired. Almost everyone was laid off. And I started the cycle all over again. Something in the back of my mind kept asking, is this really what you want to do? But again, I shoved that down. I thought that people would look down on me if I, for example, worked in a coffee shop for a year while I figured out what I really wanted to do, or toiled away on some creative project. The snobbery in that sentence alone. I'm ashamed of myself, don't worry. And so yes, I found another respectable 9 to 5, more like 9 to 9, to add to my resume. After a few more years of this fighting to be able to tell a soccer mom-approved story of my journey, I was worn out. I was depressed, tired, anxious, and enraged. And after another layoff at a company where I had coached team members, created and executed a marketing strategy from scratch that generated millions of dollars, I decided that I was done. And I set in motion a four-month stay in Europe. If I'm honest, this move was in part done because of the way I could glamorize the story. But in the end, this was the best decision for me. I spent that time resting, relaxing, exploring, and thinking about what I really wanted my life to look like. And I realized that I had spent so much time twisting my life into what I thought other people would give me validation for that I rarely asked myself what I wanted. I realized that even though I spent time and gave up my mental health and worked all the time and obsessed over what people thought of me, at the end of the day, I was always the first one to be asked to leave. I realized that with quote unquote friends and relationships, It didn't matter how much I listened or bought treats or gave advice or accepted maltreatment. It didn't make them see me as more worthy. They still treated me the way they wanted to treat me. And that was not necessarily the way I wanted to be treated. It took time for me to see that I needed to give myself the validation that I was seeking from other people. I had to ask the question, why was I putting certain people's opinions on a pedestal? Especially when the opinions I was so intent on obtaining were opinions about me. Like, hello, who cares if they like me? Did I even like myself? This was, and will always be, the more important question. Slowly, I started to ask myself, before every decision, am I doing this because I really truly want to do it? Or am I doing this because I think it will help me be seen in a certain light by society? Asking questions like this have been massive for me. It helped me decide to move to Trinidad for a bit so I could continue exploring what I wanted to do with my life without financial pressure. It allowed me to start this podcast journey without caring if people would judge me for it. 
It allowed me to take a specialist position at my new job, even though I'm qualified for a more managerial role, without stopping to think, how would this look on my resume? And every single day, I get closer and closer to the person that I want to be, without putting so much thought into how people might whistle behind their back about me. Because truly, my goal is to get to a place where I literally give no poops about what other people think about the choices I make in my life. As long as I'm not hurting people, I get to live and live fully. Instead of striving to be the CMO of a Fortune 500 company that never makes mistakes and wakes up at 5 a.m. and always says yes and takes pride in never sleeping and wants to get an MBA just for the sake of getting an MBA, I am now someone who is discovering how she wants to make a difference in the world. Hint, it's through telling her and other immigrant stories. Who doesn't judge herself for sleeping in? Who sees leisurely weekends as a key part in her creative process? Who is learning that it's okay to communicate her needs? And if the other person reacts badly, well, there, that's your answer. And who understands that she won't always get it perfectly the first time, so why not just start now? And so no, I didn't just wake up one day this brand new person. All of us will be works in progress the day we die if we choose to be. So here are some of the ways and practices I've adopted to keep on growing and that's helped me redefine what success means to me. I'm always asking, is that what I really want to do? Seriously, I ask this for big things and small things. Is everyone going out for this weekend and I don't want to? I don't go. Is everyone ordering green smoothies at brunch and I want a margarita? I get a margarita. Two, I spend time thinking about what got me excited as a child and as a teenager. What did I love to do? What were my big dreams? I love dancing, talking to people, exploring new places, and understanding why people think the way that they do. My favorite question was why, and my most used sentence was, I don't understand. Can you explain it to me in a different way? And I take these learnings with me as an adult in my everyday. I big dream journal. So basically, that means writing about my answers to the question, if I could do anything I wanted, what would I be doing? So many times I stopped myself from even considering a big dream because I believed something like that was unattainable for someone like me. I'm not downplaying anyone's hardships, but I really feel like if more of us vocalized what we wanted, we would start seeing different ways we could bring them into the world. I never thought I could host a podcast, even though it's something I wanted to do for a long time. And at this point, I've started three. Four, stop discounting yourself. I'll never tell you to work more or work harder. So many of us work so hard already, but because of our personal stories, we don't always believe in ourselves as much as we should. But you should believe in yourself because first of all, you're a child of God, the divine, the spirit, the universe. Hello. I've had bad days, but each day I'm working on the belief that I deserve my desires. So I've committed to figuring out what these desires are, aka making sure that I'm not messing myself up by committing to societies or some group of people's version of what success is. And then I focus on believing that I, yes, me, deserve the beautiful things that I want in my life. And that's how I've committed to redefining success. Are you willing to do the same? You have it in you, I promise. Hi there. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Navigating Culture podcast. It was so great to have you here. So one thing that we're big on in this space is finding motivation and inspiration to live a big life beyond aunties or anybody else's expectations. 
If you're interested in continuing to learn about this beyond the podcast, I have something for you. It's called How to Build Clarity, Confidence, and a Life You Like. It's a 30-minute audio that helps you shift your perspective on what's possible for you and supports you in discovering how to self-validate, stop doubting yourself, and define what a successful life looks like for you and not just your parents and definitely not just your aunties and uncles. Download this free audio training or perspective shift, as I like to call it, at navigatingculture.co slash liveyourbestlife and get ready to see the world differently. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for being here. Bye.